Hi, welcome to the Blunt Blowing Mama podcast. This is your girl, your host, Shemitria, back at you with another episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and for coming back to listen to some more of me. It means the world to me. Um, it seems that you guys are really feeling the podcast and <laughs> that means a lot to me. I'm super excited to keep on talking about my journey with cannabis and parenthood. And for those of you guys who are tuning in for the first time, um, so just a little background, I am a 30-year-old mom to two kiddos. I just had my second child in January. It's a little boy. He is four months old now. I have a four-year-old daughter, and I'm in a relationship with my man. We've been together for eight years, almost 10 years, and live in L.A., um, I just moved to LA like two and a half years ago from New York, but I'm originally from Georgia. That's where I grew up. And uh, I like weed. <laughs> I'm a mom and I like weed. And that's what one Blonde Mom podcast is pretty much all about, as you can kind of guess from the names. It's about moms, parents who enjoy weed and don't give a fuck about anybody who's trying to judge them because you shouldn't judge us for using weed. My main thing, and I will say this in every episode, is that just because you use weed does not make you a bad mom. So if you are thinking that or if that's your judgment, then you need to either stop listening to this episode right now. <laughs> no, don't stop listening. Um, or you just, I just want to change your mind. I just want to open up the conversation, open up the dialogue and get it out there that women like me do exist. I'm not the only one. And we're still doing the damn thing. Before I get any further into this episode, you know what I got to do. I got to smoke me some weed. I have my bong right here with me. My baby, my baby Brooklyn. That's what I call this bong. Her name's Brooklyn. And I'm about to smoke out of her some hybrid. I still have the banana mimosa. I don't know if I was smoking on the last episode, but I I still have like, we got like a big, I think not an eighth, but like more than an eighth of it. So it's been lasting us for quite some time. And I'm the flower smoker. My boyfriend really likes concentrate. He's a dabber. I dab sometimes. I'm not going to lie. I do enjoy dabbing, but he dabs more than me. So the flower usually lasts longer because it's usually just me using it. Anyways, enough of that. Let me smoke. Then we can dive into this episode. I think it's going to be a really good one. I have a pretty good question. It seems you guys are really, really interested in learning about breastfeeding and cannabis. And that's a fair because there's no research out there. And that's what I'm currently doing. I am breastfeeding and I am using cannabis. And it's working out just peachy king for me. And I'm so happy to talk about it and answer any questions about it. And after last week's episode of breastfeeding with weed, I've gotten like, I got like a billion more questions about it. <laughs> so I can do, I can keep talking about breastfeeding and weed. I can keep talking about it. I, that's cool with me. Okay. Let me smoke this damn weed. And then we can kind of dive into it. Yes, yes, bitch. (laughs) Mm. I'm just going to go ahead and like smoke this whole bowl before (laughs) I start answering questions.
I think I got like one more hit. <laughs> so if you're smoking at home, please, please join me, you know, like enjoy this moment before I start yammering away and talking nonstop. You know, this is a moment like this is our mom time. This is our me time. This is your parent downtime. This is this is whatever you want to call your self-care moment when you're listening to this podcast and you're smoking weed. Your session, session with me. Let's do this. So let me hit this shit one more time. <laughs> and then we can dive into the episode. That was a really good hit. So I definitely feel like there are like two different types of stoners, right? There's like, there's the stoner that takes like, have like elephant lungs and like they only need like one hit or like one pull to clear out the bong. They're like, (sighs) (laughs) and like, that's it. And then there are people like me who take a ton of baby pulls, like, like over and over and then the bong is clear like 20 pulls later (laughs) that's me i i got i won't say i have baby lungs but i don't have elephant lungs okay so it takes me a few pulls to clear the bong and that's fine i still get high i still get whatever i intend out of the situation and that's really all that matters okay don't judge me (laughs) anyways so as you guys know each week I share questions or comments or just messages in general that you guys send in asking me about cannabis and motherhood or or whatever, you know, your experience of cannabis and motherhood. Maybe you want to ask about my experience of cannabis and motherhood. And I try my best to answer them. And before I dive into this week's question, I just want to make sure that I put a hundred thousand percent emphasis on the fact that I am not a medical professional, okay? So don't be like blunt blow my mama said. <laughs> Cause you know, as much as I would like for what I'm saying to be the gospel truth, it ain't the gospel truth, you know. I'm speaking from my own I mean, I'm not lying. <laughs> Let me clarify. Let me backpedal. See, the weed hit me. I'm starting to feel it. <laughs> Okay, so what I'm trying to get at is that you guys, please always talk to your medical professional before you embark on any sort of treatment when breastfeeding and pregnant. I just have to say that, you know, that's the responsible and the right thing to say. And if you do have like, I mean, like a ton of questions, then you should, I mean, find a medical professional you can trust, you know, and hopefully this person is your doctor. You trust them anyways, right? And if you don't, then you need to find another doctor. There's too many doctors out there in this world for you to have to settle on this one person. Just tell your insurance to see you every single doctor (laughs) they cover that's in coverage and your coverage and find the one that that understands your lifestyle and understands you and that you feel the most comfortable with that you can talk to. You should be able to talk to your doctor. These doctors are people. You should be able to talk to them about anything and any questions you have without feeling one, they're going to judge you and two, they're going to call CPS on you. Okay, (laughs) so just be mindful of those things and also be mindful of the fact that I live in California 
in LA and recreational use of cannabis by adults, it's legal. So I'm coming from that standpoint as well. So I just want to throw that out there. Here's the question. So this question comes from Boozy Baby. (laughs) Not really Boozy Baby, but I just felt like, you know, I don't like to put all y'all's business out there. So I'll never reveal your name unless you want me to. So Boozy Baby says, I am a new mom. I'm also breastfeeding. I'm very intrigued and curious about your take on the effects and your baby's response to you smoking weed. I was a very active smoker pre-pregnancy. I enjoy and see a lot of benefits for myself from smoking. I'm just curious what you've noticed from smoking. Okay, boosty baby. So that is a great question. It's a great question because it was one of the first things. As, so as you guys know, and maybe some of you guys don't know, so I will briefly fill you in. My first pregnancy, I did not use cannabis at all. I was 100,000% afraid of using it. And I think that hurt me. Now I think I know that hurt me a lot because I was going through the unknown scariness of being pregnant my first time. Mind you, that was like four years ago. So I was like 26 years old. I was actually 25. I had a birthday when I was pregnant and then I turned 26. So I was 25 years old, pregnant for the first time, you know. And my relationship with my boyfriend, it wasn't that new, but it was it was kind of still new. Like we knew we wanted to have kids and We were low-key trying to get pregnant, just sort of like shits and giggles, you know? (laughs) And we actually got pregnant. (laughs) But we've been together for a long time. We've been together for, I think we've been together for like four years at that point, or a little over four years. We've been together for a minute, but not like long, long, you know, I feel like you have to go through five years of a relationship to feel like, okay, I want to be with you forever. Let's get married. Let's have kids, you know? So we were like one year away from <laughs> from that point. But, you know, as far as knowing that we want to be together, we already knew that. Like we had we'd been living together for about like three years at that point. So we were pretty solid. We were just having sex all the time, fucking like rabbits. Because <laughs> what else do you do when you're an adult, especially in your 20s or both? And he was 20, he's like three years old or two, almost three years old. So he was like 28 at the time. So you put two 20 somethings in Brooklyn, New York, you know, they're living alone. They both have their little careers going. What else are we going to do but fuck? (laughs) And eventually you just so wrapped up in love and emotions and you're just like, I want to have a baby. I want to have your baby. Let's express our love to the highest point we can. And what more can we do to express how much we love each other and have a baby? I mean, the logic, I see it, it's cute, but <laughs> we had no idea what we were getting into. That's what I'm getting at. And so I'm pregnant and neither one of us have had a baby before and we're just figuring it out. And, and I didn't realize the hormonal toll pregnancy would take on me. And I was a wreck. I was all over the place with all the emotions and I was scared and I was happy and then I would be depressed and then I would be angry, so angry. I felt like I was watching myself from outside of myself. I didn't feel like myself and I didn't realize that. I guess this is part of pregnancy. <laughs> I didn't realize that. And so I was scared of that. And, and then the imminent fact that eventually a child will come here, but, you know, worrying about, you know, will that child be okay? Will I be okay? 
And am I ready to do this? Can he do this? Are we ready for this? Well, I don't want to, to break up over a baby. I don't want to be a single mom. And like going through like the rabbit hole of everything you can think about. And as a result, like our relationship was just chaos at the time. I mean, that's the only way to really put it. And I had stopped using cannabis during that pregnancy. And I feel like if at any one moment when I felt that fear, that anxiety, that depression, that anger, if I would have just been like, Shanitria, use some cannabis, Shanitria, you know, go smoke, take like three puffs from a joint or Shanitria vape or have an edible or something. Man, like hindsight is twenty twenty. I would have been in such a better place. I would have enjoyed that pregnancy. I mean, that pregnancy was so traumatic in a sense that it made me scared to get pregnant again. And I wanted to have another baby, but I was scared of the pregnancy part. So it took me a while, but after I had my first and it took me like, so nine months I was pregnant, I didn't breastfeed. I mean, I didn't use cannabis. The nine months I was pregnant, I did not use cannabis. And then the subsequent 15 months, (laughs) I breastfed her. I didn't use cannabis. That's like two years. I didn't use any cannabis at all. And I was emotionally worn. I was tired. I was at my breaking point. My relationship was in such a turbulent state. My career was like, I wasn't happy with anything and I didn't have a way to cope. You know, I was like doing yoga and stuff like that. And that was kind of helping but I was still so wound up and it's because I wasn't using cannabis. Cannabis for me is my way of unwinding. It's my way of taking care of myself, my way of helping to kind of meditate and really just remind myself to stay present and enjoy each moment and to not take things too seriously. You know, all these things, they're things, money, jobs, all this stuff. It's their things, the dishes, the dishwasher, the laundry. All that's it's so small in the grand scheme of life and what life is all about, for me at least, is being able to enjoy the people that I love. That would be my boyfriend. That would be, you know, our children. That would be my family and my close friends and loving on them and just enjoying each moment of being able to stare into their eyes and breathe in and life with each other. That's, you can't put a price on that. That's the kind of thing that people would give their left arm to have a partner who's dedicated to them and doesn't cheat on them and treat them like shit. I can't relate to that life. I don't experience that life. My man respects me. I trust him. And he's 100% committed to me. and He respects me, you know, and I none of that that gets lost on me sometimes when I'm not able to just sit down and reflect on that and be grateful for that and feel gratitude for that. And cannabis allows me to do that. And so when we were damn near about to break up and everything because I wasn't using cannabis, let me tell you, it had me really, I sat down, the first time I used weed, like really, really used weed after, you know, that first pregnancy, I instantly started to feel better. I started to think different. Everything just was clicking to me. And I realized that I was in that state. My relationship was in shambles and I was scared and I had all these things going on. It was because I wasn't using cannabis. I wasn't taking a beat. I wasn't taking a moment to just really think about life. And I wasn't taking care of myself in that way. And cannabis is how I take care of myself. And so I said, you know, never again. I will never go through pregnancy again without cannabis. And I kind of told him and he was like, yeah, yeah, babe, you know, I think you're right. You know, I think you're right. 
And so when I became pregnant the second time around, it was really my test. It was like, okay, bitch, you've been saying you got blunt blonde mama. You've been saying that women should be able to use cannabis when they're pregnant. All right, you're pregnant now. What are you going to do? <laughs> and I still kind of have to shake off all that rhetoric that had been drilled into me before about women who use cannabis are bad moms and you shouldn't do that. And even in the past, me being judgmental of women and moms who use cannabis, because I was like, oh, she's smoking weed and she's pregnant. Oh my God. Like, wow. Like she's a horrible parent, you know, like really thinking that that's something I thought before, before I became more educated on the truth about cannabis in this plant that nobody wants us to know. And that's that it's okay for you and it's good for you. And especially in the Black community, I feel like we're not only judgmental about those who use the plant, but we're also fearful of what society can do to us for using the plant. So it's twofold because, you know, if you're a Black man or woman, you get stopped by the cops and you got a joint in your car, you don't get a slap on the wrist, you get taken to jail. And that's a very real thing. Like that's, and it's like, you don't want to give the police any reason to come after you because the war on drugs is meant to come after black and brown people period period and the war on drugs isn't on meth and heroin it's on crack and it's on weed because those are the things that black and brown people are using and crack was put into our communities to harm and it was basically a war to destroy you know black people are still around when we're thriving but crack was put in our communities to eliminate us in a way you know and then weed was something that we used to take care of ourselves, something we used to provide for our families by selling it. I think it's total bullshit that so many of these black men and women who and, and Latino men and women who know this plant, who know more than most bud tenders in the dispensaries here in LA might know about what the plant can do for you. And they can't even partake in the legal side of it now. Now that it is legal and people are able to sell, you know, a bud and, and partake in all the business practices, they can't do that because you can't have a record. And it's, it's just like, <laughs> I can go on and on about the BS of this. And you guys should definitely, if you haven't seen it, see that Netflix documentary, Grass is Greener. It's amazing. It's by um, Fab Five Freddy, who's like this hip hop legend. He's the one who's like the creator of it. And he really goes into like everything I just said and more. And if you have somebody in your life who doesn't understand why you as a mom would use cannabis, I would say go to Netflix and watch Grass is Greener. Give them your login, you know, <laughs> or have them come over and let's do movie night. We're all going to watch Grass is Greener or put them on my podcast. Tell them, listen to Blonde Boy Mama, you know, whatever. Tell them to go to Canaclusives page which is also amazing amazing resource that's headed by women of color black women actually and um they're always speaking out about social equity and cannabis so check that stuff out but back to what i was saying <laughs> my second pregnancy i was like okay bitch practice what you preach like go ahead and start using cannabis and i didn't i was scared but it helped me enjoy my pregnancy a thousand percent more. And there was no doubt in my mind that I would not continue using cannabis while breastfeeding. Because being pregnant before, before, I know that just because you had the baby doesn't mean the roller coaster is over. Bitch, you are still on the ride and the fourth trimester is real. <laughs> okay? And it might be the worst trimester of all. And that's because that's the one that nobody tells you about. I feel like it's so problematic that in this country, 
women don't learn about pregnancy and all the things that come with pregnancy, the real things, not just the biological things, the scientific part, but the real emotional cost and toll, postpartum depression, baby blues, all those things. We don't learn about that until we actually go through it. And that has to fucking stop, okay? Because women's bodies should not be discussed in secret periods, should not be discussed in secret. These things are a part of fucking life. And it's how we all got here. Okay, so no woman should walk around in this world not really know what pregnancy entails and motherhood entails and the ways that they can help make it more enjoyable for them, like using cannabis. Those things shouldn't be whispered about only in mom circles and you don't figure it out until you become a mom. No, fuck that. If you have a friend who doesn't have a mom, tell her everything. Talk about it. Discuss it. And and that shit should be taught in schools, period. Anyways. (laughs) <laughs> that's another conversation for another time. You know, I'm getting fired up over here. <laughs> Lucy baby wants to know <laughs> if I notice any effects from my smoking weed on my baby. I have not. And I know that I haven't noticed anything because I've done this before and I'm, I'm already a mom. So I think I would have been more scared if I never had a kid before. You don't know what to expect and what this means and what that means when you have a baby. And especially if you're nursing that baby. So I kind of already, I'd done this song and dance before and I was just, I always know. Well, one, there's certain foods that you can and and can't kind of eat when you're breastfeeding because like spicy foods are like really acidic foods because it it can affect your baby. Um, Your baby can get gassy from certain foods and stuff. So you have to kind of always pay attention to your baby's reaction after you feed them. So for me, it was like, you know, I already kind of knew that and I do that anyways, because it's like, okay, I had this tonight. I hope it doesn't really affect him. If it doesn't, I'm just like, oh shit. Okay. I won't do that. I won't eat that again. And then directly breastfeed him. So it's the same thing with like, okay, I use cannabis today. Like I just used cannabis just now. I'm still breastfeeding my son. He's four months old. I'm still doing it. And so I usually wait just like when I have champagne or, you know, a couple glasses of I don't know, a couple cocktails or something. I wait before I nurse my son again. So right now we're actually practicing something to get my son used to the bottle so that mommy and daddy can actually go on dates and shit at nighttime and not in the day because like we can only really leave him with someone else or a sitter. Recently, Jared's mom, Jared's my boyfriend, his mom was here visiting us and she would watch him when we would go out and stuff. But I think we only went out at night a couple times and He's just a mess. Like, and if you're not the grandparents, you know, if you're just a babysitter, you're just going to be like, oh, hell no. You know, (laughs) it's not going to deal with me. He doesn't take the bottle at night and it's a mess. So, you know, if any of you guys have tips on how to get a breastfed baby to take the bottle at night, because he takes it in the daytime just fine. But at night, then please send me those tips and tricks because I need to know because I want to go out at night with my man like so help us (laughs) so right now we're doing this thing where um in the daytime I don't breastfeed him and he just gets fed the bottle by daddy you know I my the milk that I pumped he gets to him at the bottle just so he gets used to the bottle um we do usually try to give him the bottle once a day regardless of if I'm out even if I'm home he just has to get the bottle because the thing about babies is the moment you stop giving them the bottle especially breastfed babies, they just, they're like, oh, what's that? Get that out. Get that the fuck out of here. <laughs> Where's mommy? Where are the boobs? You know? So you have to be consistent with them. Okay. So today I just smoked weed, right? My son, it's still daytime. He's going to still be taking the bottle. 
I'm going to have to pump eventually so that he can, I can continue to have this, you know, freedom of not having to be feeding him 24 seven. I'll probably pump before I feed him. So once the sun goes down, because it's still high in the day, I think it's like, (laughs) high. (laughs) I think it's like three in the afternoon, right? So I don't start feeding him until the sun goes down, which is probably why he doesn't take the bottle at night. Because he's like, I get mommy at night. I already, we're just fucking up. I'm just going to try like two days in a row, just not nursing him directly and see what, I don't know, guys, give me help. I need help. I don't know what to do with the situation. But, um, so I don't start feeding him until the sun goes down, just like 730 or something. So I still have time before that happens. But before that, I'm probably going to pump, which means I probably won't feed him until like eight. So, but the milk that I pump, I don't throw that away. Let me repeat. I do not throw that away. That shit is liquid gold. It's very important. And while I don't have any challenges with my supply, even though I am using cannabis, my supply is strong. I still don't throw that shit away. Are you crazy? Hell no, I don't throw that shit away. And he takes that milk and it's just like all the other milk. I've never noticed any difference. So when I nurse my son and this, whether I, you know, plan to smoke later or I smoked hours ago, I never noticed any weird behavior from him. And if I did, I would definitely say so. I don't notice anything different. He's still himself. He's still cooing and blowing raspberries. <laughs> he does that. And reaching for me and doing all the things that he should be doing at this age. And the doctor says that he's 100% fine and he's, he's in the 95th percentile for his weight. So he's fat. <laughs> no, he's not calling baby fat. He's chunky. <laughs> Everything's good. If something were off, I would immediately start. I wouldn't just be like, oh, it's the weed. No, I'm going to start looking at, okay, what did I eat today? What did I drink today? Am I taking any sort of different medication? And what am I doing differently? I've been smoking cannabis and breastfeeding him for the past three months now. I waited until I was a month postpartum. He was a month old before I started because I wanted to establish a sh- those first 30 days, that baby. Let me tell you, y'all got to get to know each other. <laughs> so I just wanted to make sure that I was a thousand percent focused, laser focused on establishing a strong bond and breastfeeding relationship and getting into a groove with him before I introduced cannabis into my life. And let me, buddy. postpartum is a thousand times better with cannabis okay a thousand times better I feel like myself I don't feel like I'm walking around in someone else's skin I feel like a woman I feel like Shanitria I feel like 30 year old me I feel like I need to lose a couple pounds (laughs) but I just had a baby so I'm not being hard on myself and it's a blessing it really and truly is so Boosty baby. (laughs) Using cannabis is not going to harm your baby. That's just my hot take, okay? It hasn't harmed my baby. And there are tons of other moms who have written into me and said that their babies are fine too. And they breastfed with them for, you know, however long they breastfed their child. And their milk supply was fine. My milk supply is fine. And we're all good. We're actually better than good because we're using cannabis. And I just... I just wish more women knew that because that is the cure, ladies. That is the cure to so many things that ail you when you're pregnant or you just had a baby or you're postpartum because it's a hard, it's a hard transition to go through. It's, a, it's hard to watch your body change like that. It's hard, okay? And we need as much help as possible so that we're not hard on ourselves. Yeah, I just, <laughs> that's all I got, you know? 
So yeah, I love that question. I loved it a lot and I had to share it with you guys. And if you ever have any questions, please feel free to send them to me. You can email them to me at bluntblowingmama at gmail.com or you can send me a message on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Send me a message on Instagram at bluntblowingmama. Follow me on Twitter, <laughs> bluntblowingmama or like bluntblowingmama on Facebook. Uh, and if you like this episode, please Leave me a review. Give me a five-star rating. <laughs> and I'm just sorry. Those are the things that will help me realize, okay, this is worthwhile. People are enjoying this. Let me keep doing it, you know? That's the only way I'll know. I, I won't know any other way. Leave comments on Instagram or something and tell me how much you love it. Like, those things keep me going because I have two kids. I'm super busy. I know I'm maintaining this relationship with my man. You know, I'm doing these things on I'm going to start back working soon. I'm still technically on my maternity leave. So I need you guys to let me know if you're feeling this. And I will work my ass off to bring it to you. And that's all I really want to do. Additionally, share this podcast with your friends. <laughs> and also, I hope you're subscribed. Y'all, I'm so high. Oh, my gosh. I'm not, like, really high, but I think I'm high enough. Anyways, I just, I, I'm so happy to be doing this with y'all. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I can't wait to come back and talk some more shit with you guys. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs>